Uh, where are those plumbers? This sink is terrible. Got a terrible leak going on here. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. hey guys, come on in. Hello, how are you, oh. sir? It's a me, Mario. It's a me, Luigi. Luigi Mario. That's Thank my full name. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I, I got a leaky sink here. That's, oh, that's good. You called the plumbers. Thank you for playing, man. Nintendo 64. Woohoo! No, uh, Mario. Uh, Mario. No, no, no. We have to fix the sink. Yeah, just right here. This sink right the here. The sink is over there? Shouldn't be. I mean, you guys look experienced. Shouldn't be anything major. Oh, we got the problem, Mario. What's that, Luigi? This sink does not have the big green pipe for us to jump into. Hey, well, your green big pipe on your sink. Uh, there's no green pipes in the house. I don't... I don't I'm a Mario. I'm a Luigi. I, I see that. I see the initials. But, um, yeah, it's just a regular just a sink. Just regular sink. I don't think you need to climb into it. Just... Oh, it's a green spiky shell on your sink. Uh, no, shouldn't be. Hey, Mario, uh, I bet this guy knows where the princess is. Hey, where's the princess? I, I really don't know. Is I she in this castle? Uh, if you tell me she's in another castle, we're going to have a big problem. I mean, it's just my house. It's not really that big. I just, I really just have a leaky sink. It's just... Woohoo! Hey, Mario! Yeah, Woohoo! Let's, let's not climb in the sink. Let's have oh, sink. sorry. Mario, I got an idea to fix the sink. It's a me, Mario. Yeah, it's me, Luigi. I've met uh, you what? before. We're brothers. What is your idea? My last name is Mario. I'm Mario Mario. Yeah, that's pretty full of yourself, don't you think? Are you Luigi Mario? I am. I take after you. Woohoo! Uh, anyway, I got the idea of Mario. What idea? My, my, my idea of Mario Mario is that we get this flower that I brought with me, and we touch the flower, then we go to throw the fireballs at the sink. Well, let's maybe maybe not throw fly- no, fireballs. No, excuse me, sir. We got this. We're professionals. Uh, that's a good okay. idea, Luigi. Here, touch it. Uh, oh, we changed the costume. You look all white now. Oh, I got fireball in my hand. Right, get ready. I'll count you down. You throw it at the sink. Maybe not throw a fireball in the house, guys. Okay, a three. Not in the house. Uh, a two. No, I really don't feel good about it. Oh, what? Throw the fireball. Boom, boom. You're for- Fireballs in it. Okay, it's not a good idea, guys. <laughs> the but sink in the sink. How did you fix the sink? Yeah, we're good. We're Mario oh, brothers. Well, yeah. Thanks for choosing Mario Plumbing. We know you could have chosen anybody. We're the best. Woo! We're the best. Here's a here's a invoice. Uh, Here's your invoice. Uh, What is this? It's our new podcast. Podcast. Yeah. You must listen. It's called Retro Retro Beast. Welcome to a brand new episode of Retro Bliss. This is a very special, wonderful, fantastic, beautiful. Uh, uh, Trevor, help me with adjectives. You're here. really overselling it. I need some more adjectives. This is the number twenty-five. After that intro, you really think anybody's listening? Yes, it's more, man. It's number twenty-five. This okay. is a big episode. It is episode twenty-five. That's humongous. It's a big deal. Nobody thought we'd make it this far. We didn't think it. This goes out to all you people who thought. I was nothing. I've made it to 25 episodes of a video game podcast that some people may or may not listen to. That's amazing. That's pretty good. Well, of course, we are your yeah. number one podcast uh, that's weekly and retro gaming themed and is recorded in this room we recorded in. Exactly. Unless, hey, uh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, speaking of being a fool of ourselves, yes. should we introduce our special guest? Now, Trevor, the last time we had a special episode, uh-huh. we played Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep, Sonic 2. And we had a special guest, and that was your wife. It was. 
I had to really look long and hard for that special guest. You did. It was very yes. tough. <laughs> yeah. And she did a great job. Uh-huh. So now we're going to have another special guest. We're going to try to bring these out every once in a while uh-huh. on these special episodes. And this is a guy that we've known for for a little while now. Yeah. I don't know how long. It's been too yeah. probably too long for his taste. Yeah. And that, of course, is Adam McDaniel. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here. Honored to be a part of the 25th episode of Retro Bliss. He hasn't listened to other 24. Wait, episodes. I was going to ask him. Okay, how many episodes that. have you listened to? I have listened to part of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you may know what I just played for you before we started this. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just get your. So, <laughs> but I've meant to listen to many more. Yeah. Okay, that's had good intentions. Yeah, we've known Adam for a good while. This is he's one of our uh, our brothers in arms. We're always goofing off yeah. with each other all the time. Right. About ten years. Yeah. So now let's get into the fun stuff first. Trevor doesn't think it's fun, but I <laughs> no. do. You can follow me, Johnny Townsend, on Instagram at johnnyism28. I put my jokes with that that are four out of folks on it. Yeah. <laughs> that only I laugh at on there, as well as my art, which is probably four out of five star art. <laughs> Going with the theme here. Uh, Trevor, where can they find you? And I'll, I'll also check out my other uh, podcast, History Creeps, also on iTunes and Stitcher, just as this one. Trevor. Well, I'm a very simple man, so you can find me pretty much anywhere at Retro Blist. Instagram at Retro Blist. Facebook at Retro Blist. Uh, Twitter at Retro Blist. That's pretty good. And leave us a five-star review on iTunes at Retro Blist. Yeah, please follow us on those or just follow us in general in life. Right. We would enjoy that just to be followed. And I'm going to do a little shout-out for some of Adam's stuff. But is there anything you want to, I don't know, advertise <laughs> about yourself? Well, uh, Adam does have a You got a new haircut, store. I think. Yeah, a new Your haircut. haircut looks great. You got yeah. a great new store, too, Thanks, don't you? Thanks, I appreciate it. I well, it's not really do, new. Yeah. It's like it's been around for, like, yeah. 50 years now. Yeah, yeah, it's been around 50 years. It's well established, give or take 49. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Hickory Game Shop, Hickory, North Carolina, www.hickorygameshop.com. I, too, am a simple man. Or Facebook, Facebook, Facebook.com <laughs> slash Hickory Game Shop. Um, board games. Uh, yes. I have you guys to thank, uh, mainly you, Trevor. I'm for, a terrible for, man. For getting me into this board game addiction. And now, when I, you say board games, you mean like, sorry, or... Uh, or Yahtzee? No, no. These are these are uh, known as like designer board games. Designer, which, oh. yes, designer. Which they're fancy, gold, gold plated. No, no it's Settlers uh, things, of Catan and yeah, Settlers, Ticket to Ride. Uh, you find some of them at you know like other retailers now. Some of the big box stores have some of the more popular ones, but, but yeah, it's all board games of just about anything. If you're anywhere, I would say in North Carolina, look for Hickory Game Shop. Uh, I'm not just saying this because he's a friend. Adam has amazing prices, and yeah, he can pr- pretty much get any game. So I don't know if those are considered retro games, but we're going to call it for this podcast. That yeah. Board games are very retro in a sense. They kind of go yeah. along with it, in my so, opinion. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. Uh, and and I really do encourage you, if you like, uh, board games are actually starting to become more and more popular. Really. Right. If you listen yeah. to this podcast, there's a good chance you play board games, I think, maybe. Yeah, and, yeah. We, and we always get together... Uh, me, you, Adam, his wife, your wife, and and your brother and his wife all the time and play board games. Yeah, so yeah. not enough, but play. it's a really good time. There's all kinds of crazy ones. I want to talk about one real quick since we're bringing up board games. Oh, uh, yeah. What's the one that we played? Looney Quest. Looney Quest. Oh, yeah. Tell them about yeah. Looney Quest. Just give her a quick. If you listen to this podcast and you like retro games, even if you're not a board gamer, uh, look for a game at the Hickory Game Shop called Looney Quest. That's L O N N Y Quest, and um. It's basically like playing. L O O N Y. 
What do I want to say? Let them have it. Lonnie Quest. So Lonnie Quest. Sorry, sorry. Continue. Looney Quest to try to to not waste any more time. Think about like Super Mario Brothers or Donkey Kong Country or Rayman Legends or Rayman Legends. That's what it reminds yeah, me of. Yeah. It's like got this cool artwork, and basically, you have a transparency sheet. Everyone at the table has a clear plastic sheet, and you see this level in the middle with coins to pick up and enemies to dodge and things like that. And without actually being able to directly trace the level, you're trying to basically use your hand-eye coordination to trace a path through the level. And then everybody gets to compare and see how they did. It's hard to explain, but it's brilliant if you love uh, old school video games, especially platformers of some sort. It's what it really right. reminds me yeah. of. The art's fantastic too. That's a lot of these old board games have uh, these board games have great art, right. in them, and this is no yeah. exception. And there's like fifty levels, and it's just it's just like an old game. An I mean, old in fact, game. you know, I said Rayman Legends. Some people have actually brought out new. Uh, they're not obviously they're not like official for that game, but they're new maps for that game. Yeah, and some of them are Rayman themed. Yeah. So and there's bosses and all kinds of stuff. It's fun. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So. Hicker Game Shop, that's Adam's shop. Please give it a uh, shout out or look at it and tell him that we sent you. And uh, and he told me especially, and by that I mean he didn't say this at all. Here it comes. That if you mention our name to him, oh, no. and you order a game also, uh-huh. he's prepared to give you no discount at all. <laughs> yeah. His discounts are already so deep yeah. that you should be giving him money to give you those discounts. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, I'll pay for that later. Yeah. So, yeah. I now, think that's all the extra stuff. Yeah, we got all the fun stuff out of the way. Now, this is the big 2-5. Yeah. 25. Uh, in anniversary years, what's the present? What? You know, oh, every yeah, year of anniversary, yeah. you get oh, a special 25. gift. I don't know what 25 is. It's probably a brand new Nintendo video game. It probably yeah, is. Should so, be. we're giving ourselves, for a 25th anniversary uh-huh. game show anniversary, what, Trevor? Mario Brothers 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Bum, bum, bum. That's a big one. That's yes. a biggie. That's a good one. And just the, to give you an idea of the scope of this game, mm-hmm. this game came out in Japan in October... 1988. Now, when you say scope, do you mean the stuff you put in your mouth and spit out to make your mouth clean? Yes. Okay, go on. And it took almost two years, or a year and a half, for it to come out in North America in February of 1990. And that may not have been just because it's such a huge game, but that is, that's really crazy to me. Almost two years. Hmm. Uh, and then it didn't come out in PAL territories, and you know, like in Europe, until August of 91. PAL territories? Yeah, P-A-L, PAL. Yeah. Because well, they're friends? It's like a... I actually don't know what that stands for. It's actually like a video standard. Like North America right. uses NTSC, right. Europe uses PAL. So, so yeah. but yeah, so that's from 1988 to 1991. <laughs> I mean, I'm pushing my glasses up on my head right now, and I don't even wear glasses. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, that's, I thought that was pretty crazy that the game came out in '88 in Japan. We didn't I'm, see it here until 1990. So I'm the normal one here. Of yes, not know what that was. <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> so Mario Brothers Three. Um, now let's okay, Mario Brothers Three. Let's. Let's talk about it real quick. Adam, what are your experiences with just Mario Brothers in general growing up? Oh, man. Mario Brothers for me is, well, I'm sure like a lot of people, Super Mario Brothers was just the, the quintessential, like, first video game experience. Just So Mario Brothers all through growing up were just huge. You know, just huge part, probably too big of a part of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mario is so big that he's still around today. He's still putting out games today that oh, yeah. are... Yeah. That are hugely popular. Still fixing sinks. He's still yeah. to this day doing a terrible job at it. Too. <laughs> yeah, Mario was credited. Well, Nintendo's credited, but mostly because of Mario Brothers, 
with kind of saving the video game industry. And plumbing. Right. And we're talking about Mario Brothers 3 here, but this game is a huge deal because it really did sort of perfect Mario Brothers. It took the first Mario game, well, the first one on the NES in the United States, and took it to the next level, uh, just how it looks, even and definitely how it plays. Right. Mm. So yeah. so go another, some of your memories. The other experience I was going to add, which goes on to what we were talking about when we were when we were playing it earlier, and that is, I remember, and Adam brought this up, and I totally agree with it. When you would get these games back in the day, the instruction manuals oh, yeah. were amazing, <laughs> and you you know, as soon as you get home, of course, let's just say you got to go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. Perfect reading material, right there. And the coolest part about all these was. They would go through, I know the Sonic one did it, and I know Mario 3 did it, I remember it pretty well, and it would actually describe each of the little bad guys he would fight, or mm-hmm. jump on, even the, even down to the little turtle guy, and give little what his name was, and a little bit about him. Yeah, yeah, just a touch of a backstory, or, or some description. Yeah. yeah, like Adam was saying, I really do miss the instruction manual, it was such such a treat to get to flip through those things. Um, as far as my memories, specifically with Mario Brothers 3, um... I guess, I mean, it came out in 90 in North America, so I would put me around six years old. I think I was too young to remember the hype leading up to it, but I remember even years after it was released, it was such a big deal. Like, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, the exact copy that I have of this cart, I had to trade like four NES games for it. And unfortunately, if I'm not mistaken, one of those was um, uh, RC Pro-Am 2, which now sells for like 100 bucks. But at the time, this game just had such value to it that you, yeah. And I remember specifically my dad and my uncle. I don't remember, dad doesn't play video games, but for some reason, him and my uncle would come over, it seemed like all the time, I don't know how often it was, and they would, me and Derek, my brother, would be watching and they would play it. And it was so <laughs> funny because they wouldn't, at the time we thought they were so good at it, but then I realized later that they were struggling to make it like past the first and second level. <laughs> and, you know, but at the time, it's like, whoa, I can't believe they're so good. But that was just such a good memory, just uh, watching them play. And they would get so frustrated, they would sling the controllers. And it's just oh, so man. weird, because I don't remember my dad ever playing a video game, except him and my uncle would take turns with this one. Um, that's just such a memory, almost more than playing it myself. Now, you know, speaking of that, the other thing that really, about Mario 3 specifically, that I remember growing up, is I remember when I actually beat the game. Yeah. I actually beat it. I remember <laughs> that it was such an accomplishment for me. You know, in, in this day and age, like we all have Xbox Ones, when you do achievements or whatever, yeah. you get an achievement. But like it's, it's right there in front of you. But this was just what you had to be there to witness. And I remember <laughs> this game, I forgot how hard this game was. <laughs> when you finally beat it, I remember the ending and how <laughs> Mario Brothers games have the best endings of all games. Yes. <laughs> And this game is no exception. I don't want to give it away, but let's just say uh, the reward is actually playing the game, not the not the ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get a cake out of it, if I'm thinking right, though. <laughs> I know in Mario 64, which is this huge epic adventure, you got a cake. Yeah. That was your reward. Yeah, Princess. Uh, Mario was in the ultimate uh, friend zone with the princess. <laughs> yeah. And she would never even give him like a, a side hug. She would just make him a cake for all that work he did. Was it this one, though, that she wrote letters, like, from her sale? Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember the letters. Now, like, getting, in, getting into it, Trevor, Why was <laughs> what happened to her to get her captured? Was it she captured by somebody? Well, I think there was this, a dinosaur, what was his name, Flouser? Yeah. That sounds right. Flouser. 
Bowser. Yeah, Flouser, Bowser, Bowser. Yeah. Oh, Bowser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bowser, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Bowser, you know, likes to kidnap the princess. and Now, Bowser was in the first Mario. You're right. But what sets mm-hmm. this one apart is he also brought his kids. Yeah, seven. They never actually said they were kids. They're oh, um, kids. Koopalings. Yeah. Right. Now, I think I heard somewhere, somebody told me that no, those weren't his actual kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there were somebody else's uh, kids or something. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he hadn't paid child support. I don't know what's going on in that whole um, thing. Hence the plot for kidnapping and ransom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird if you think too much about it because you know Mario and Luigi and Princess are all human beings. I'm thinking about it now, and uh, it is so crazy. Well, this has been done a million times. Are they times, really human beings though? They're Italian plumbers. I mean, I think that's actually written down somewhere. Those are people. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're people. But like, uh, I, mean, I know we had that racist <laughs> intro with our whole black. It wasn't racist. <laughs> no, it was just that's terrible. Racist Mario's racist because <laughs> we were just Mar- we we're doing terrible Mario impressions. We were doing impressions of a Japanese game of Italian plumbers. <laughs> if that's racist, I don't. Whatever. <laughs> then I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> yeah, but what the thing that. What I was getting at is, is like the princess. She's not human, is she? Well, yeah. I think no, she lives. Yeah. She's a princess of the, the Toad Kingdom. She looks human. Or Toad That's Stool always kind of thrown me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah but she's like human. She's not Toadstool. I think it's half mushroom, half human. Uh, I'm gonna let my dang cat in. Um, <laughs> Trevor, go let the cat. All right. <laughs> this cat is constantly interrupting this show. <laughs> it happens all the time. Just let her in, so she'll shut up. <laughs> So yeah, basic my, plot line, you don't really need the cat wasn't know anything else as I sit back down. The cat wasn't harmed in any way. I just want no. everybody to know that. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Now, honestly, I thought Princess was, she's a princess of that kingdom, which means she wasn't from Earth. Seriously? <laughs> the cat, cat is on the table. The cat's destroying She's it. never done this before. <laughs> this is our 25th episode, cat. She wants to be a part of it. She knows it's a big deal. Wow. So yeah, I think... Uh, I think you're wrong. I think the princess and Mario and Luigi are humans. No, I'm, no, no, I'm not saying they're American. I'm not saying they're Americans. I'm just saying they're humans. No, no. I, we're going to do this right now. All right. I agree with you. Mario and Luigi are from Earth. I agree with you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they go through a portal, uh, whatever. I get it. Yeah. But when they go through the portal, that's when they meet the princess. Well, I didn't say she was an Earthling. I'm uh, saying she's a human being. She's not human. Humanoid. Is, right. Would you say, to- say Toadstool's human? No, I think he's uh, like... From Toadstool Kingdom, and they're not human beings. But there. isn't she his princess? Yeah, but I think she was probably kidnapped. Like, long why ago. would you make like somebody from a different, uh, like whatever your princess? That'd be like us making a turtle a princess. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots of uh, uh, what's the word when you compare two things? As a comparison. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the word I was looking for. <laughs> not synonyms, metaphors. Oh. There's lots of metaphors. I'm sure people can make with our. Past, current, or future presidents and other earthly beings, but we'll uh, move yeah. on from there. Yeah. No, I'm just telling you. She's okay. Let's the do. Turtle it. might be a good choice. Right, there's three of us here, <laughs> and we can decide right now. Adam, you're the, obviously the deciding vote. Is mm-hmm. princess? Is she human or is she from whatever toadstool is? I've always thought of her as human. Yep, that decides it. But, Man, keep talking. I'm googling it. <laughs> yeah, you Google it. You tell me. What, I think I'll win this. If I win this, then I get I've it. I've never thought about the fact that they met her after. Yeah, they like, meet her I, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I remember this specifically from all my uh, Mario Brothers Super Show yeah, viewings. So, so if human, <laughs> how did she? Yeah. yeah. If she, Captain Lou Albano was Mario, yeah. then obviously <laughs> he's human. So that's why I believe he's human. 
Trevor's looking at Well, I just uh, tried going to a website on my phone, and it said it was suspected as a fishing site. Mm. So... Why are you looking up fishing when you find out if she's right. human? Mar- according to MarioWiki.com, which I assume is real, she's human. Huh. And Where's she from? She's... Well... It's blah, blah, blah. She's a princess of Mushroom Kingdom. We all knew that. I think she's an alien yeah. that just happens to look like us. Just because you're an alien doesn't mean you can't look the same as us. Uh-huh. Uh. Anyways. <laughs> alien just means you're from somewhere else. And you say you're not a Doctor Who thing. You basically just described half the episodes of Doctor Who. I've never seen but like one. Well, wow. And there were mannequins in it, so I tuned it out. <laughs> that was a pretty creepy episode. So yeah, um, I'm basically... We, I'm glad we, I just want to say I'm glad we took time to decide. To get this back on the rails, because it's already going to be a long episode. It's hard. It's going to be hard to give this game justice because... I can give it justice I'm, now. We've all have so many... Well, most of us have so many experiences with this game. You don't really pick it up and play it for ten minutes and experience everything. It's just it's just one of those games that never gets old. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of it's just always there. Um, For the record if you're meowing it's my cat and she's never meowed this much before. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> in her entire lifetime. <laughs> so yeah, there's uh there's eight worlds you go through. There's a is it an airship in each world, right? Yes. Which are these super hard, epic, awesome boss levels. That's a airship floating, flying um, I always remember those levels stressing me out so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny's really, really, Johnny's really distracted by his cat right now. She dipped on a table. <laughs> I can't get her to knock her down. She shouldn't be on there. Get off that table. <laughs> get off now. Mario says get off the table. Well, you dang dumb cat. I love the music on the airship levels. Well, we'll get to the music eventually because that's a big part of Mario games. How dare life. you? How dare you move ahead, Adam? Well, <laughs> no, you're the guest. No, your place. How dare you talk about something game related instead of that cat? <laughs> this is our this is our cat segment of the Mario game. I'll hold my comments to responses. Yes, <laughs> respond to what we say. Speak when spoken. We are the experts. <laughs> so you know, I agree though. The music always like it. Really, I think it felt me. Filled me with genuine dread in these airship levels. Dread yeah. of genuine. Because they were hard levels, too. Yeah. Um, and they always led to the little the couplings. Right, the couplings. Yeah. And, which I have a quiz question about the couplings, so oh, I will we'll talk get about to that. that. We'll get to that soon. All right, so, okay. So, it's Mario 3. We all love <laughs> yes, Mario <it> is. 3. <laughs> <laughs> this is excellent. Okay, let's talk about... <laughs> all right, the, <laughs> the graphics of the game. Let's talk about the, just the look of the game. I forgot how great this game looks. Man, I think something I told Adam when we were playing the big world mode, which you said was your favorite world. Yeah, where you, it's like level four is like where everything's huge. Right, world four. Yeah, everything's huge and the sprites are so big that it's like, I think in my comment was, this kind of looks like a Super Nintendo game. I mean, it's just, it's so impressive. We consider this came out in 1988 in Japan. It's not really even a late release for the NES. Um, I mean, it didn't come out until 90 in, in North America, but still. Yeah. You know something crazy? I know this is totally graphics related, but... How crazy is it? Pretty crazy. <laughs> I found out this game came out just a few weeks in Japan after Mario Brothers 2 came out here. Oh, really? Like, huh. yeah. Just a few weeks later, they were getting Mario 3, and we had just gotten Mario Brothers 2. Well, they, it's also, crazy. they also have a Mario game that we didn't get until much later, don't they? Right. The one we call The Lost Levels, I think it is. Is, is there Mario 2? Is there Mario 2, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so sure. the graphics, I think, are... Super. We just blew Adam's mind. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm having trouble talking. I'm soaking that in. <laughs> now, yeah, our, this is about Mario 2, but like Mario 2 is such a huge departure from 1 and 3. Right. Just in the gameplay, because you're actually picking up enemies and throwing them at there. Yeah, things. it's well documented that that was, is it Doki Doki Panic? It was a Japanese, it was a Nintendo platformer. That Nintendo. Oh, you're having spasms. No. <laughs> I think it's called Doki Doki Panic. Became, you okay? <laughs> I have those sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, be- it became our Mario Brothers too. It That's actually was. That's what it's good to have an instruction manual. <laughs> you have a Doki Doki I'm having a Doki Doki panic on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, now we're not here to talk about Mario 2, but Mario 3 was in many ways, to some people, the true sequel to Mario Brothers. But I want to know what you were going to say about Mario 2. <laughs> well, Doki Doki Panic was a Nintendo made platformer in Japan that became our Mario Brothers 2 because oh. they thought that. Their Mario Brothers 2 was too hard for American audiences. Oh, really? Huh. And they were right. That game it is, is too crazy. Hard. It's, it's ridiculous. I've never played, played that. It makes this game look like a cakewalk. Oh, and, and, Super, yeah. and Super Mario All Stars for Super Nintendo, they actually included that game in it. And that's when I first played it. Right. And it is. It's devilish. It's like Mario 1, but just made twice as hard as Mario 1. Right. The graphics huh. are very similar to Mario 1, but the enemies are placed so that without sheer memorization, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Huh. And the jumps are ridiculous. You gotta jump like 50 feet onto a small little, I mean, you can see us on a podcast that's audio, on a small little <laughs> platform that if you fall off either side, it's to your own doom. <laughs> yeah. By comparison, this game is more well balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by far. Playable. Now, so, Adam, what did you think of how the game looked? Uh, I had actually, kind of like you, I'd forgotten how great the game looked and it kind of brought back memories we were playing it of younger days of really being blown away, like just how pretty the game mm-hmm. was and sort of, uh, in an artsy sort of way, just really bold and like the colors right. really popped out. And I just remember really liking the look of it. It's just like you just reminded me when we were playing it. Everything looks so full. Like the hills yeah. are really green and, well, they look like hills. It's such a it's such a jump up from the blockiness <laughs> yeah, it's of a good most of his games. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like rolling hills yeah, instead of block mean. hills. If you want to have a hill, it should look like a hill. I'm with you. And of course, like, like the first, like Super Mario, you know, it's really sort of uh, earthy tones, I guess, overall. Yeah. And from a you know, visual standpoint. And this one was just really... These colors uh, were a lot more bright. Yeah. Uh, the Like Mario 1, which for its time looked amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's a, compared to that, the colors were more flat and the less there's less brightness to them. Yeah. Almost like a... I almost want to say like a gray bronze tone to it, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. Type of deal. Yeah, this was a jump up. Not yeah. just from, from Mario. But this was pretty much a jump up in yeah, video games. Mario jump up. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, okay, let's get to the gameplay. All right, so the first thing... Let's Mario jump into the gameplay. That really sets this game apart gameplay-wise is the world map. This is the first Mario game that was big enough to even need a world map. Yes. And I'm not going to ask you how many levels there are because... There's eight. Well, that's worlds. Oh. Don't say anything else because uh, also the Bliss Quiz. Oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) I know there's eight different I just, worlds. Everything I want to talk about, I put in the Bliss Quiz. That's kind of killing me right now. <laughs> That's your own mistake. That's my own mistake. But yeah, the world map, this is the first time a Mario game had that. And almost every Mario game since then has had some kind of world map. Yeah. Like Super Mario, uh, the, was it Super Mario World? Yes. Uh, the, the one Super of the Nintendo greatest games ones. ever. It's probably, one of, like you said, mm-hmm. one of the best games ever. Really took what Mario 3 started with the map and ran with it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's actually secrets hidden in the world map. Yeah. And that one. Well, there kind of is in this one, too, because... And we're not even getting to the actual levels yet, but uh, there's mini games and stuff actually hidden in the world map. Yeah. Or or not even hidden. They're just there. There's little mushroom houses that'll give you stuff. 
Uh, there's things where you got to match. If you match three, if you make a picture, it's like a puzzle and it's swinging by. If you're gonna, yeah, like it's a slot machine. Slot machine, yeah. If you can match them up to make a picture, you get uh, lives for it or whatever. Yeah. I'm terrible at that. Or there's you, a memory game where you flip yeah. over cards. And that's just in the world map. Yeah. And sometimes enemies, was it the Hammer Brothers? Yeah. Or yeah. will appear on the world map. <laughs> and they killed me like three times in a row today. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> let me just say that. Then I'm going to let y'all start talking about gameplay. I think I realized today that despite my incredible memories for this game, most of my time spent with Mario Brothers 3 specifically was when I was very young. Um, and I think as a result, I'm pretty terrible at the game. Super Mario World, I think I spent a lot more time with when I was older, and I just really learned it. But yeah, I was just surprised how bad I was at this today. It was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, you yeah. weren't good at all. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I think uh, I spent a lot of time watching it being played and playing when I was young and terrible at everything, you know? Well, what makes this game stand out is the fact that uh, it's just like, if you know Mario games, and this is going to be very similar, you run, you jump. Uh, you can swim on certain uh, on swimming levels, but this threw in new powers. Mm-hmm. One of those being if you got a leaf, turn into like a it's like a raccoon suit. I think it's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. and you can fly if you run, if you take a run. And fill that was so that. amazing yeah. back then. And also, we didn't actually get to it. But there's also a frog suit too. They help you oh, swim yeah. around mm-hmm. and stuff. And those both were were like they blew my mind when I was was first playing that game that that was in mm-hmm. there. Now. Yeah, and, and of course, there's also the Mario mainstays where you can t- throw the fireballs too. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. And like the other Mario games, which is kind of, it's like a staple of Mario games. They have little hidden things in the, all the levels. This is, this one definitely uh, keeps that. There's all, pretty much every world has a bunch of hidden stuff in each level, almost, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, they took the secrets, which were always a big deal with Mario games, and they really upped it to 10. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't remember how many secrets you remembered. It was ridiculous. They just yeah. kept popping in my head as I was playing. <laughs> I don't know why I remembered them all. I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, from our little run through there, that was my most impressive moment of how many of the things you remembered. Like, oh yeah, this block, this eighth block over here has a leaf in it. <laughs> it's like you went directly to it. You didn't even bother with other blocks. So, yeah. Like, wow, a lot of brain cells used up there. That, that's really all wet. Well worth and it, I, I say. And I'm the guy that goes through busting every single block. Yeah. Can't remember I, I always had to bust every block. It just felt right. <laughs> this is what I love to do. And I'm always holding the B button and running, which is a good way to die, but I always do that. I can't. No, you can't. I, can't I, I use it. it. I hold it a lot. That's the other thing. You can obviously you yeah. can run or you can just walk. Right. Uh, I use the run a lot too, but you just got to know when not to use it. That's I always use it. <laughs> In every platformer, if you can hold a button down and run, I'm always holding it down. <laughs> Trevor just, has zero patience. That's just how I am. He ain't got time for this. <laughs> Nobody has time for that. <laughs> so that's that's the basics of the gameplay. If you played a Mario game before, you know what you're getting into. Right. Here. It's no yeah. different. If somehow you've missed this game and you played the original Mario Brothers, it's like the original Mario <laughs> Brothers times ten. Everything is better. Everything's bigger. Every yeah. cat is annoying, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> She's the greatest cat of all time. It's uh, the Mario Brothers cat now. She wants to. Well, she wants me to ask her about her experiences with Mario Brothers. <laughs> While you do that, Adam, I'll ask you if you have any more uh, thoughts uh, about just the game itself. The game itself, for me, the flying was a big deal. I remember that when I was younger. Because I was about, when I played this game, I guess 12, 13 when I first played it. Adam's a little older than us. He's seasoned. Yeah, yeah. He's not a lot older, though. I said a little. Yeah, it's like a year or two. Just old enough to own an awesome game store. Yeah. That's true. We're too young for that. (laughs) I just remember being blown away by, yeah, the flying and and being able to spin your tail and hit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And kill things. I don't 
spinning around was big for me. <laughs> right, yeah, you're right, though. Just running with raccoon tail, running and flying. It just, there was nothing else like it. I don't think it was surpassed in video games until Super Mario World came out with the awesome cape. Yeah. And they really took it to the next yeah. level there, but. Yeah. Yeah, the flying was just awesome. Which that's evolved now, like the, the one of the latest ones is like, literally, to bring it back to my cat, there's a cat suit. Where you oh, can, yeah. You can climb oh, walls yeah, and yeah. stuff. Super so. Mario 3D World, yeah. which is actually a fantastic game for the Wii U. Yeah, it's awesome. Can I go on a quick rant here? No, but go ahead. <laughs> if you missed out on the Wii U, because it's not, everybody knows, it's really not as successful in a system for Nintendo. They messed up some things, but you really missed out on some of the best games of this generation that I think are still going to be awesome 20 years from now. It's one of my all-time favorite controllers. The controller's great. I mean, Super Mario 3D World, the Donkey Kong Country game, Rayman, I could just keep going. All right, that's the end of my rant. <laughs> that was a quick one. Yeah. I try not to get off course too much. I think my cat's dead. <laughs> She's like, she wants attention. Finally. <laughs> She's not really dead, by the way. No. Nah. I got to quit. I got to keep. Yeah. So people don't want us to think we're being cruel to animals. People are very weird nowadays. Yeah. Speaking of being weird, um, well, if there's no other thoughts about the gameplay. Let's talk about the music. The music. Mm. Adam, you were talking about the music earlier. Yep. Please expand upon your thought. <laughs> I remember it there again at the time, just having some of the best game, best music of any game I've played up to that time. I'm a little bit of a, you know, I enjoy music, play, yeah. play music and such. And He's a really good musician. Yeah, Adam was in a band for a long time. <laughs> They're very successful at it. <laughs> well, you were also very tens good. Tens of dollars. It paved the way to the game store. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> to be fair, um, though, you were very good. And But the point is, you know and love music. Yeah, and so it always, even at a young age, it kind of stood out to me just how many layers the music has and and just mm-hmm. and it really stands out by itself from any other, any other games. You know, it's like you could... It's almost like even if you didn't know it was a Mario game, you'd never heard the music. You'd be able to say, I bet that came from Mario. And that's what, that's what Mario has always been really good with, is the music. Uh, even with Mario 1, the music still... I still remember the music from today. Yeah. The different levels, I remember them all. It just it pops mm-hmm. in your head. Yeah, and, and uh, this is a little side thing, but very quickly. Is this Spe- your rant? Speaking of, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like Super Mario, the first one. I remember hearing a version of that that was played by the London Philharmonic, and like mm. they had a whole album of like you know eight bit music that they redid. Well, something not all of it was eight bit, but uh, but in particular, I remember Mario Brothers and how many how many layers it mm-hmm. took for the orchestra to recreate it, and just kind of took it to a whole new level. But uh, that's that's so true. People don't appreciate because it was on simple hardware, but they actually to create. I mean, there were plenty of bad soundtracks on the NES, but to actually create something on the level of Mario Brothers 3, they had to be masterful musicians because they had limited resources and they accomplished lush music out of it. Yeah. It's, it's it's actually more talent than if they had everything. I mean, today on the Xbox One or PS4, pretty much, if you can think of it, you can do it as far as sound goes. And there's amazing soundtracks now, but you can also be just a mediocre, and I... No offense to anyone who's in music and game design today, but I'm saying a mediocre musician could create decent music and games today, but it took a master to create great music. Uh, I think when the yeah. resources were so limited. Yeah, the music is just incredible. It's it's honestly just as catchy. There's probably no song ever created that's more catchy than the original Mario Brothers thing, but there's music in this game that's almost just as catchy and is actually just more layered and just awesome mm. music. Yeah, like you, I think you said before, Adam, was the gunship music. Yeah. And I think Trevor said it brought dread yeah. to him. Yeah, that music just 
stands out to me too still, even though we never actually played any of those today. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I really yeah. like about it when we were playing it earlier. Just you're talking about catchy. Like actually some of them, even though I may have forgotten it, just with the first few notes, it just kinda all came back and yeah. you know, humming along with it and I really love the music. Like you were saying, if you consider now back then how limited the resources were with what they could do, especially on an eight bit uh, cartridge with the music, mm-hmm. the fact that they got these these I almost would call these like a lush sound to it because they just sound really fill a room almost as right. mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive to me. It, it really is amazing. I don't know. I mean, there's some good soundtracks on the NES, but I don't know if there's any. There's some individual songs maybe that I like more, but I don't think there's any full soundtrack on the NES that can beat this soundtrack. I would have to agree with that. This is one of the... There are some other ones, like I think Zelda's on the same and, and Sonic right. 2. And so the Sonic 2. But, uh, oh, you don't mean on NES. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying just as a, like yeah. a soundtrack in general to a old school video game right, that yeah. is iconic now. I would say this is iconic. Right. Like everybody, oh, yeah. if you hear that theme tomorrow, everybody knows it's Mario. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. So yeah. is, is that everything you want to talk? Is there anything else we need to talk about before I give our final scores? Um. Well, I guess I can mention this before we give our final scores. This isn't in your Bliss Quiz, is it? Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, so the best-selling games on the NES, the first one was the original Mario Brothers, and the second one was Duck Hunt, which if you think about it, it's kind of cheating because those eventually were pack-in games. Um, but the third best-selling game was Mario Brothers 3. This game sold, and this, I believe this is just, I know it doesn't count Japan because, like I said, the, well, you know, Japan, it was a Famicom game. It wasn't even for the NES. So just on the NES alone, Mario Brothers 3 sold 18 million copies, which is pretty amazing. Um, That's impressive. And I would almost argue that number is probably 20 million now when you consider all the, it's probably double that when you consider like on the Wii Shop channel, and all the different ways this game's been re-released. It's probably sold double that number if you count all that. But yeah, so I guess we can go into our reviews. Right, okay, Adam, this is the part of the show where, as you can tell from the cat, she's ready for the, this part of the show too. <laughs> Jeremy's going to let the cat out. <laughs> she came in, she made a mess of the show, and she's going to go out there. That's what she does. Job completed. <laughs> so, this is the part of the show, Adam, where we give our final scores. And it's always out of 10. And so, since you're the guest, we're going to let you go first, Trevor. Uh, Trevor's doing something over there. I don't know what he's doing. He hasn't sitting down yet. He hasn't sitting down yet. <laughs> <laughs> sitting. <laughs> Professional sit, sit, podcaster. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Trevor's popping a drink over there. This is a family show. Put that beer down. It's not beer. Out of how many raccoon suits mm-hmm. do you give this game out of 10? Mm, and just, why? Just overall. Yeah, just overall and why. Hmm, man. I'm going to say... Man, I don't know. I, I'm kind of tempted to say 10, but then it's hard to ever say 10 because once you go 10, you can't come back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say... A, I'm going to say about a... I'm going to go 9. And for me, it's kind of... For me, it's kind of a big mix of the music. I love the music. Like, I would give the music a 10. Yeah. So, uh, the gameplay just had so many things for me, especially at the time, like the flying and the spinning and the you know, just in the addition of the raccoon suit. And all. Had so many things for me, like, that would be very high, like a 9 or a 10, because it was just so new and cool. And then the visuals just blew me away at the time. So, yeah, I'm going to say a 9. That's a really good score, and I can't argue it. Trevor, what about you? 
Well, I'm like Adam. I'm tempted to just say 10 because this game is so important to gaming and so epic. And it's hard to go back to when it came out. If you could go back, I don't see this game getting anything less than a 10. Well, we do review games today. I mean, that's kind of the gist of our podcast. We go back, we sit on the couch or chair or whatever, play these games now, and how do we feel about them now? And I'm going to go 9.5, and honestly, most of the reason is there is one Mario game that we've already mentioned on this podcast that is my favorite Mario game and just one of my favorite games of all time. I don't know if it's better, but I'll just say it's Super Mario World, which we will cover at some point. A spoiler, it's a spoiler, yeah. <laughs> I think Super Mario World is just such a masterpiece. And so much of Mario 3 is why. Because Super Mario World is the evolution of Mario 3. But Mario 3 really just showed everybody how amazing a platformer could be. Uh, so 9.5, incredible game. Yeah, no reason not to play it. I agree with that 100%. 9.5 was going to be my score as well. Uh, I just can't give a 10 just because out of, I don't know what I would make a 10. Maybe Mario, like you said, Super Mario World would be the closest I could probably get. But this this game itself is still a masterpiece to me. Nine and a half is a crazy good score for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, between nine and nine and a half, it's... Only Sonic 2 has reached that level so far on this podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, this is an iconic game. I'm assuming most of you have played this game. If you haven't, obviously you need to. There's plenty of ways you can play it. You can buy the cartridge itself, which I think you said is getting expensive now, right? Well, yeah, something I do like to do is I look up on eBay and what's the average going price because I hate to say it, people just don't have any sense sometimes. And some of these retro games are bloated in their price. It's just not realistic. But I just checked, and actually the average going price for Mario 3 for cartridge only is about 15 bucks. So this is probably a dumb question, but is it worth $15? Oh, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But I was also going to suggest if you happen to have a, a Wii U, I have the cartridge of Mario 3 from growing up. I still have mine. But yeah. also, I have it on my Wii U. Because the Wii U has oh, yeah. a, a game store where there's some of their old games are in it. And that's one of them. And I think it's it's like uh, it's five bucks on there. If yeah, I'm it right. wouldn't be more than five. Yeah. It's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, if this, if this were one of the games that was 40 or $50, and that was the only way to get it, it would still be worth it. Yeah. Because it, I don't think there's no way it's ever going to get old. If it's not old now, what, 20 years later? Almost 20 years after its original release. Then why is it going to get old in twenty more years? To me, so, a game. You know, uh, to me, you know, a game is good if even after you've beaten the game, you still go back and play it. Right. And this yeah. is one of those for me. Right. This is easily my favorite Mario game on the NES. Yes. And I think, as far as pure two D platformers, only Super Mario World might beat it. So yep. yeah, awesome so, game. So episode twenty five, we bring a special awesome game, Mario Brothers three. So I'd say it averages out to nine point two three. 9.25. Be 9.375. Thank you. I'm yeah. bad at math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would back me up. You said that. I was bad at this game, so I'm going to say you're bad at math. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm terrible at it. Awesome. Okay. Now, it's that part of the show in which we like to talk about our sponsors. Mm-hmm. We have, of course, the best sponsors in the world. Adam, let me ask you this. Okay. Let's say uh, you've just woken up in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And you're getting out of bed and you stub your toe, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you're in intense pain, mm-hmm. and you look down, and your your toes fall off. <laughs> okay, right? Are you intense following me pain. so far? Yeah. Your intense pain, and then you realize it's because you don't have a toe anymore. It's okay. gone. You can't even find it. There's one product that can help you in this situation. Would you? How much would you pay for this product? Oh man, I don't know. At least fifteen bucks, like the cartridge, probably a couple hundred. 
Trevor, how much would you pay for so it? they could bring your toe back from the for day. just one toe? Just one toe. At least 30, 40 bucks. What about two toes? Uh, 60 bucks. What if I told you that this set of product could bring back all 10 of your toes? Um. Wait, I'm not done. Okay. And fingers. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's just. That's priceless. We're just going to roll this footage and see what yeah. this is. Roll the commercial. Hey guys, this is Anthony Mullen from Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. If you're listening to this, that means you're in the middle of a commercial break for one of our great podcasts on our network, BICBP Radio. On our network, you can find this show as well as other great podcasts like Retro Bliss, You Break It, You Potted, Cellar Dwellers, and more. So get over to our website, BICBP-radio.com, and discover all the amazing content we have to offer. Keep checking back for new shows coming soon. That's BICBPRadio.com. We'll see you there. Welcome back to wow. RetroBlist. What did you think of that product? My toes and fingers are back and functional. Adam, did you love this product? I think I loved it. All right, now we're ready for our second commercial. Adam, give us a commercial about your game shop. Go. All right. Figure game shop. Board games. More energy. More uh, energy. Uh, board ga- Great board games. How's that? Do a funny oh, voice. Uh, great board games. It's <laughs> fortune, our guest. <laughs> You're in up. space. <laughs> Special. Well, then you couldn't hear me. Oh. oh. <laughs> this is why we don't get somebody on here that's smarter than us. <laughs> well done. Yeah, no, check it out. HickoryGameShop.com. And yep. of course, his, uh, his theme there is if, <laughs> in space, no one can hear you scream. In space. <laughs> We can hear you play. Right, we have now, another special part, don't we? We sure do. Now, fellas, in the last special episode, in which we did Sonic 2, mm-hmm. we read a script of what was maybe, I don't actually know, I don't think it really was, <laughs> but what was said to be a script for an upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie, right. live action film. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> what we've done here is, everybody remembers the Super Mario Brothers Super Show that came on TV. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, it always started out with two live action guys who were the plumbers, and then would cut to the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever watch that? Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, I watched it all the time. I think I think it's on Netflix now. Mario Bro- Super Mario Brothers Super Show. That's yeah. what it's called, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. So of course, I found a script to one of those episodes. Probably stop smacking the paper around. We're right. We didn't do this at all. <laughs> People are turning us off. Yep. I shouldn't. Oh man, I'm sorry. It's just it's I can't keep up with it. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> Professional. Yeah. All right, so I thought I would give us each parts, which I should have done this before we started, but I didn't. So okay. we're jump in. Oh, first time we're seeing Your this parts script. are, okay. <clears throat> we have Mario, obviously. I assume it'll be Trevor. Uh, I'll be Luigi, I assumed. Uh, Trevor, you'll also be Princess. I feel you'd be great at that. <laughs> Come on, give our guests some parts. He's getting a part. His part Toad is okay. Adam. Adam is Toad. So we okay. off-screen voice. It's off-screen voice will also be Adam. Oh, yeah, now, please play these parts. Please do different voices so we can tell who you okay. are. Uh, so we also need who wants to be Koopa? You can be Koopa. Okay, I'll be Koopa. Who wants to be? Uh, there's a character named Herlock, which may or not be Sherlock. <laughs> Trevor, you want to be that? Since you love Sherlock, sure. you're a big Sherlock fan. Uh, we also need a Troopa. Hmm. Adam, you want to be a Troopa as well? And uh, I don't know what a tri- What's a triclide? Is that was that one of his bad guys? I don't even know. I don't remember. I'm assuming it's one of his bad guys. We'll come to it when we get there. How That's, much of this are we doing? It stops oh, there. there. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> We're gonna you can tell we've not seen this before. This is kind of <laughs> yeah, <I swear laughs> scary. This and if there's any like uh, uh, narrative points, I'll just read those. 
Okay. Okay. So, so I am Toad. <clears throat> Adam is Toad and Troopa. Toad and Troopa. I'm Luigi and Koopa. I'm Mario, <laughs> Princess, and... You're in a, a Herlock. And Herlock, okay. okay. And if there's other parts that come up, we'll just... Somebody All right. jump in. Alright, Trevor, I guess you're starting. Plumber's Log. Wait, <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, man, you're doing it wrong. <clears throat> oh, this is going to be terrible. If this isn't in a Mario voice, I'm going to throw it out the door. Plumber's Log, number 704. I'll just be Irish. <laughs> Our adventure-loving group had arrived in Victoria. Land of mystery, cloaks and daggers. And screams in the night. Oh. We had come to seek the help of the greatest detectives of all time, Herlock Soames. <laughs> Open to a foggy night in a London-esque town. Oh, we'll just say it's London, because obviously yeah. it's London. Yeah. Mario and Luigi are driving a horse and carriage while Princess Toadstool and Toad ride in it. We need coconuts. Herlock Soames said he'd meet us on this street at midnight. Maybe he can help us free our people from evil Koopa. We're gonna find the dude. <laughs> well, that's the same voice. What would Toad do? Yeah, I like I like where you're going with it. We're gonna find the dude first. His fog is thicker than mushroom soup. <clears throat> Did someone say a soup? I have mine with a double order of spaghetti. Oh, gee, that's Mario. He can pulverize our pasta factory and still have a room for dessert. Help! Uh huh. Oh, Luigi brings the carriage to a stop, and the Marios hop off. Holy ravioli, Mario! Someone's in the trouble! Help! This away! The Marios run in the direction of the voice. Luigi pointing. Mysterious meat sauce! Look! On the ground are a magnifying glass and a detective's hat. It's her like Soames hat and magnifying glass! But we're so messy, woe messy! <laughs> He must have been a kidnapper. A k- 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 kidnapper? By a who? That I'm going to find out. Mario trades the detective's hat for his own. Or my name isn't Sherlock Mario. Cut to a manhole. I feel like you lost your voice. Yeah, I did. I forgot <laughs> which one I was. Redo it. Redo it, Mario. <laughs> or my name isn't Sherlock Mario. We're professionals here. Cut to a manhole while a horse and carriage go over it. Coop, oh, this is Koopa. I'm Koopa. Officer. Oh. That lasagna loving luckhead will never find us down here. <clears throat> that kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> cut, to a, cut to a well-furnished chamber in a sewer. It's Koopa's hideout. Cut to Koopa, dressed like a gentleman. He's even wearing a top hat and a monocle. And that's, that's her like Soames, my prisoner. I can now commit the criminal caper of the century. So this is Herlock speaking. <laughs> Herlock is tied to a chair. Um, you'll never get away, Professor Kuparty. Oh no, I'm afraid you're all tied up at the moment. Cut to Mouser, Koopa Troopa, and Triclide. They are dressed as Padfoots. Oh, that's me. <laughs> all tied up. That's a good one, boss. <laughs> uh, he bangs his head on a pipe. Ouch. Cut to Koopa and Herlock. So, Mr. Smarty Pants Detective, I'll bet you can't guess what my next caper will be. Elementary, my dear Cooperty. You're going to break into the Tower of Victoria and steal a new weapon. The Retro Rooter. At first, Koopa is at a loss. Then he turns to his lackeys. All right, which one of you boneheaded blabbermouths 
Spill the beans. Somebody beat Triclide. Yeah. And if you're doing <laughs> I bet it was Mauser. <laughs> you're the one, you limber-eating liar. <laughs> the Cooper pack engages in a not-so-friendly scuffle. It was elementary, my dear Cooper T. That's just the kind of crime a crafty Cooper would commit. <laughs> Cooper fumes for a second, then goes over to break up the fight, holding Triclide in one hand and Mauser Trooper in the other. Quiet, you dim-witted dunderheads! We got a Koopa caper to commit. Cooper then boots his lackeys away, cut to a house. Its address... 221B Bonkers Street. So this is Herlock Holmes' famous home on Bonkers Street. We cut to the study. Mario looks around through his magnifying glass. What are we searching for? Elementary, my dear fungus, a clue. A loony liquidity. Mario thinks that the hat makes him a detective. And so the Marios, that's that's called Mario and Luigi. Oh, Mario and Luigi. Crawl around on the floor. Mario in the lead. They crawl under an armchair, and Mario gets up and walks around. Toad sits on the ground and stops while Luigi helps Princess Toadstool through the chair. I don't give up. A good detective always uses his head. Then he bangs his head on the dresser. Ouch! Mario falls over. <laughs> Mario falls over. On the dresser is a strange box with a speaker and a hearing horn. Which turned on after Mario bumped into the dresser. It's a dictator machine. <laughs> Herlock's voice. This is the machine on the voice. With Herlock's voice. And Cooperty's next move will be to steal the retro rooter from the Tower of Victoria. A great garlic. The Cooper's here in Victoria. I'll bet he kidnapped Soames. Let's catch that crummy Cooper and cool his cockamamie crime. That's an awesome word. Cockamamie. <laughs> yeah. Cut to the Tower of Victoria. It looks like the Tower of London, but it's a little more tipsy. The mouse are off screen. What was that, map? Yeah, you're all these. These disguises were a great idea, boss. Cut to the inside. The Koopa Pack walk down a wide hallway past some suits of armor dressed as British guards. Of course it was a great idea. I thought of it, didn't I? Only a crafty kooka. Kooka? Koopa could figure out a way into the Tower of Victoria. Cut to a sign that says Royal Retro Rooter. Koopa and company walk past the sign through a doorway. Great balls of cheese. There's the Retro Rooter. Cut to the Retro Rooter. It's locked behind some bars. It's a big machine with gears and a large pipe. Magic potion do your stuff. Koopa throws a potion. The potion sails through the air. And against the bars, and the bars magically open up. With this new weapon, I'm going to flood every drain in Victoria and fill the city with sewer water. <laughs> this really hurts. I'm watching you fail. Cut to some suit of armor. Once who opens his visor to reveal Mario. Not so fast, Koopa, Crabapple. <laughs> it's got the best names. <laughs> Mario's very creative. <laughs> Rotten reptiles! It's that pasta-eating blomber. The other suits lift their visors to reveal Princess, Toad, and Luigi. 
and it says Plumber's Helpers. Launch the Koopa Pack Attack. We fade the scene. Goes the commercial. Wow. Beautiful. Sweet mercy, it's over. I mean, man, that was awesome. I, I should have picked a much easier voice to do for Koopa, because it legitimately hurts. <laughs> Luckily, you won't have to talk a lot more. <laughs> yes, true. Thankfully, we might get five stars then this way. I don't think we'll get five stars just because of that skit. I think we will. I think we'll get six. No, that's good. Out of five. Sorry, Adam, what were you trying to do? My favorite takeaway is cockamania and rotten reptiles. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to use that word all the time now. Yeah. My wife's going to hate it. What, reptiles? Cockamania. No. Why don't you cockamania? Cockamania? Yeah. It's like WrestleMania. This supper's cockamania. It's the chicken's WrestleMania. Now, of course, we're going to pause for a second. Do you guys like it? Pause. Yeah. Because I want you to be ready for another edition of Retro Retro Bliss. Bliss. All right. Today's. It's actually the Bliss quiz. We did it wrong. What did we do? We said Retro Bliss, didn't we? did. We're We're stupid. You're stupid. (laughs) Well. I would have looked for the dumb ride. This is the Bliss quiz. Dumb, even dumber. The show started like an hour ago. Yep. We're loopy. So, loony? We're loony. So, L-O-N-N-Y loony. As our thousands, <laughs> thousands of disappointed fans know, we always have a bliss quiz at the end of every episode. Yes. Hundreds listen, but thousands are disappointed in us. <laughs> so, um, this bliss quiz is going to be a little different because I made all the questions and these two jokers are going to compete against each other to answer them correctly. Oh. All right. So what I'm thinking, and I stole this idea from somewhere else. I don't remember where. But <laughs> when you think you know the answer, you don't even have to wait for me to finish reading the question. Okay. But I'll let you know how many choices there are going to be, and it's up to you if you want me to finish reading it. But as soon as you think you know the answer, you buzz in by saying your name. Okay. So Adam, how will you buzz in? Adam. Johnny, how will you buzz in? Your name. Mm. That was fail. a joke I was hoping you'd go for. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> you threw it out there. I missed a perfect opportunity. I hope that's not a bad thing that just no, pops up fine. on your screen. Okay. So, so uh, anytime you think you know, and of course, if you got it wrong, the other person will get to hear all the rest of the choices and then make their guess. All right. So, we're going to have five questions and a special bonus final question. Okay. And your first question, buzz in at any time with your name if you think you know the answer. Are you going to keep score? Yes. And you too can play along at home. All right. All right. Your first question. Mario Brothers 3 as I mentioned earlier, was the third best-selling game on the NES. What was the fourth best-selling game? There are three choices. A, Legend of Zelda. B, Mario Brothers 2. C, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. Nobody's buzzed Johnny. in. That's, All right. Johnny's shot. buzzed in. I'm taking a shot in the dark here. I'm going to go with Mario 2. Okay. That is correct. Yes. All right, that's one for Johnny. Mario Brothers 2 was the fourth best-selling game. That's one for Johnny. Uh, Zelda was number six. For the low point I'll get. And uh, actually, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Ultra, a.k.a. Konami, was number eight. I didn't realize that game was in the top ten. That's pretty impressive. That's very different. We'll have to cover up some point. Zelda was lower. Was, huh. Yeah, okay. number six, which okay. one and two is a shoe-in because of the pack-in games. Mm-hmm. But All right, so question two. There are eight worlds in Mario Brothers 3, which is amazing for an 8-bit platformer. But how many levels are there? 
And this time you get no choices. Whoever's closest is going to get it. Is that including castles? Right. All the main levels, not including the Hammer Brothers or mini games. Okay. Actual levels, including castles and airships. Does it include... Uh, like, levels. Okay, does it also include... Like when you would go into the house and choose something? Choose a No. Thing? Okay. I repeat, it does not so count mini games game. or item collections. No, I, under, I understand okay. that, but does it also include... <laughs> Adam, you're about to just get a point by default. <laughs> so, mm, I'm actually, uh, what we're going to do here is you both... Uh, I'm just going to give a number. Think, think of a number, and then no cheating. I'm going to ask Johnny first. What's your number? I'm going to go with 71. Adam, what's your number? Uh, I'm going to say... If you say 70, so help You should say 72. Or... So, uh, what's one below it? Uh, 69. <laughs> I said just to be yeah. cheap. Yeah, I said 71, so one below right. 70. Uh, sorry, I'm bad at math too. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to say 56. It's actually 90 levels. Wow. Whoa. That's not counting I'm any terrible. of the minigame stuff. Which actually means Johnny got another point. Oh, Adam, you better work on it. All right, it's two to nothing. Come on, Adam. Your right. third question. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> and this one, again, this is uh, one you need to buzz in. Uh, if you know the answer, because you're not going to get any choices. <clears throat> Who was the director of Super Mario Brothers 3? Oh, man, I have no idea. Adam. All right, Adam. Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your final answer? That's my final. I really have no idea on that one. Director might be worth throwing you off. Who was the big cheese? Who was the main guy behind Mario Brothers 3? Well... Wait, We're going to lose some street credit yeah, over this. I still got to try here. Yeah. You might buzz in. Johnny. Yes. All right. Obviously, it's not Spielberg. That's the dumbest answer I've ever heard. So, it's George Clooney? <laughs> well, you can go and turn this podcast off because I have no faith it's in this. Maya, Mayo, oh, Shigeru it's Miyamoto. Yeah. Uh, I knew what it was. was the creator kidding. of Mario and Zelda. I knew what it was. It was good Donkey Kong. It's a long last name. So Miyamoto. Kind of like Jet Moto? I don't know. So, so well, nobody got that. I feel like I got close. See, was either of you closer, George Clooney and Spielberg? No. No, not really. <laughs> Spielberg is a director, at least. Well, Clooney is too, though. All right. Thank you. Fourth question. Adam still yeah. needs the points. It's two to nothing. The Koopalings were named after famous musicians like uh, Ludwig von Ludwig von Koopa, oh, things yeah. like that. And also, the seven Koopalings were designed to sort of honor seven of the lead um people on the Mario Brothers 3 team. Miyamoto wanted to honor them that way. Um, in fact, all the characters came from his life. Where did the chain chomp come from? And you're both just going to give me an answer one at a time, and whoever's closer, or whichever answer I like better, is going to get the point. Where did the what come from? The chain chomp. Adam. Right, Adam. Can we buzz in on this? No, it's yeah. just taking turns oh. anyway. Adam, you're first. Chain chomp. Pac-Man. You want to give any more detail? Just came from Pac-Man? Because I'm going to basically, I'm, somebody's going to get a point on this one. I'm going to pick the one I think's the closest. Um, this is Pac-Man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Johnny, would you like to try? Yeah, I would. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. I'm thinking Mr. M. That's what I call him. Yeah. Uh, had a dog, right? And his uh-huh. dog would bite, and he had a dog tied up, and he happened to be walking around playing a handheld game of Pac-Man. And the dog bit him. And he said, oh, this chain, you still chomped me. And then it came to him. Adam, I'm uh, sorry, but Johnny was almost completely right. My was, it real? was it really? Was it it was dog? because, as a childhood, it was traumatized by a dog that was tied up on a chain. Oh, oh my God. God. 
Yeah. <laughs> I should have thinking of the dumbest thing I can think of. Yeah. I, th- I don't know if the dog got off the chain and bit him or he was just traumatized. And that's, wow. that's where Chain Chomp come from. Came wow. from, even. So Johnny's got you three to nothing. No, but you still come back. I'm assuming that, that bonus questions were the You so never know. Like family yeah. feud. So <laughs> that was question what? four. We have the fifth, the final normal question. And this is another multiple choice question. So, um. We got to buzz in. Buzz in anytime you think you know it. But there's going to be three choices total. Which of these items currently on eBay is the most expensive? So these are three Mario related items and you've got to pick the most expensive of the three. Your first choice is a Super Mario Brothers pinball machine. Second choice is a sealed copy of the original Super Mario Brothers. And your final choice is Super Mario Brothers ceiling fan. <laughs> okay. Adam making a buzz in. Adam buzzed in. I'm going to say the sealed copy of the original game. Sorry, that's incorrect. Johnny, I was going to go with the first one. The pinball machine. Yep. Also incorrect. Wow. So, <laughs> so, so let me start with the cheapest, which is the sealed copy of Mario Brothers. <laughs> this I'm is hilarious. <laughs> this is $3,999. And in the description, the guy actually says, this is the worst VGA rated, which is like a, they rate the, like how mint something is. Yeah. He said, this is the worst VGA rated game of all time because <laughs> it is completely beat up and trashed, but it's still technically sealed. And somehow he thinks that's the selling point. Huh. <laughs> but it's $4,000. The second most expensive was the pinball machine at $4,200. I kind of want the pinball machine. And it looks machine. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's trying to sell an original 1980s Mario Brothers ceiling fan in a really beat up box, but supposedly brand new, for $5,999.95 plus $26.95 shipping and handling. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what does it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so over six grand if you want this, uh, uh, Mario Brothers ceiling fan. It's still available. Last I checked. Adam, you got a you own your own business. You can afford this. Yeah. <laughs> so that puts us at a very tight nail biting game. Three for Johnny and zero for Adam. That was close. However, we do have one final bonus question. Uh oh. And it's worth sixty four points. Oh goodness! I was going to say three to honor uh, Mario three, but I had to go with sixty four because that would have. Yeah. Left a tie <laughs> if Adam won it. So, 64-point question. Right. For this one... Yeah, this almost makes this first five pointless. Yeah. This one, I'm actually going to have you both write down an answer. Oh, okay. Uh, you can write down whatever you want, and the question, or the answer that's either the closest or that I like the best is going to get the point. All right. I can figure out how to get that pen to work. There we go. Are you turning the back? So, we're yeah, trying to figure out... Go. We're trying to figure out how to work a pen. It takes three minutes. So... And if you actually happen to know this one, then good for you. But if not, just try to come up with something. And this is not timed, except we're doing this live. So, <laughs> so, so before deciding on the raccoon suit, the development team originally was going to have Mario turn into something else. What was it? So before deciding on the raccoon suit, what was the Mario originally going to turn into? Play some character hum some Bum, 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 bum. Don't know nothing that's... Oh, that's yeah, trademark. Make something up. Is that Andy Griffith? Yeah. Always got that Mario Brothers confused. They do have some similarities. Alright. That was the start of Zelda. I think we can get away with that. Alright, it looks like um, Adam's ready and Johnny is finished. Alright, let's start with Johnny. What do you think Mario was going to turn into? He was originally going to turn into a gerbil. 
A gerbil. But the reason that they didn't do that was because uh, gerbils are known to be way too furry. And they can't fly. So, obviously, you know, mm. the raccoons, those raccoons can fly. Everybody yeah, raccoons fly everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Adam? I said a panda. A panda. Oh, this is tough. I feel like it might be close. I honestly feel like you might be able to do it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give the answer, then I'm going to explain who won. So, neither of you were exactly correct. But the answer was a centaur. What? Oh. Half man, half horse. I mean, I know what a centaur is. <laughs> yes. So, based on that... I'm going to have to give Adam the points because uh, that's a panda's more horse size than a gerbil. That's, this is favoritism. So, this is pity. Johnny, you're just a terrible. Adam blew you away. <laughs> Three to 64. I had a feeling, what an embarrassment. I honestly had a feeling that this will be the score no matter what we do. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know why, but I really got that. So, feeling. what a, what a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic nail biter. That was fun. I'm glad we're a little different uh, Bliss quiz this time, but I enjoyed it. All right, uh, that's been this episode, this special 25, uh, or 25th, <laughs> special 25th episode 25. of Retro Bliss. Thanks for joining us. Again, follow us on the Instagrams, is at Retro Bliss, and the Twitters, and the Facebooks, or just follow us. And also, make sure you check out Hickory Game Store for Adam's awesome board game shop. Adam, thanks for being on the show with us. Enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. He has to say that. We paid him to be on the show. <laughs> Trevor, any, uh, before we let him go. Uh-huh. I need you and Adam to come up with a reason for them to come back to listen to episode 26. So please give us that. And if you could do so uh, in whatever, not your normal voices, but if mm-hmm. you can make up a great voice, that'd be awesome. <clears throat> well, Adam, I wasn't going to tell Johnny this right away, but I can tell you. I've decided I'm done with Retro Bliss. Episode 25 is going to be the end of it. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how I should tell him. Please, please tell me it's not true. I don't know what that is. That's a really good accent. <laughs> just tell me it isn't true because I really enjoy the retro gaming and uh, the 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 picking apart what the intricacies of these games. But what about the really horrible accents that are borderline offensive? <laughs> Hello, I'm a child. You guys are taking forever. <laughs> just check it out. I don't think you should do this. This is dumb. You really leave it after 25? The end? Question mark.